This is the Marketplace Morning Report. I'm David Brancaccio. In the role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons, you get to build your own fantasy character. And when you play, it's with your real flesh-and-blood friends around a table, not some electronic experience mediated by pixels. A game does take effort to set up, which is where a new breed of professional dungeon masters comes in. Journalist Mary Pallon grew up playing Dungeons & Dragons, so when the opportunity to report on this arose at Bloomberg Business Week, she definitely raised her hand. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So... What does a dungeon master do? So a dungeon master in the game of Dungeons & Dragons is the person who leads the campaign. They're kind of like the storyteller-in-chief. So they are running the arc of the plot that the characters are navigating through the whole game. And typically, if you don't hire a professional for this, someone just gets picked? Exactly. So for years and years and years, decades, when D&D was being played, your dungeon master was like the friend who was good at telling stories. You may have paid them in beer or pizza, depending on your age. Uh, and it was it kind of ended at that. It was very informal. Um, and a dungeon master does do a lot of work, often to prepare the story, to guide people through an adventure. So uh, the idea of it being professionalized is very new. And so it has been. People do this now for um, at least a supplemental living? Yes, it's kind of the perfect mix of the rise of the gig economy and gaming and geek culture. So I interviewed several people who now do this either part-time or in some cases full-time, uh, where for you know 300 bucks, 400 bucks, 500 bucks, they'll do your kid's birthday party, they'll do your bachelor party, they'll do your company team-building activity, they will just host a game for you and some friends, whatever you want. But you say it's a lot of work. It's not trivial. It depends. So one of the things that's happened with D&D now is because of streaming services like Twitch, now people can see the game being played well before they even pick up a rule book. But that's also had the effect of raising the bar for what a good dungeon master does. So now you see professional voice actors getting into this, people with playwriting backgrounds. Um, If someone's doing a first-time campaign for someone and teaching the basics, that's a lot easier than, say, creating a really elaborate plot for more advanced players. So Uh, A lot of Dungeon Masters I talked to said that they will spend hours and hours and hours preparing before, you know, a campaign. And a campaign could last for two to four hours or it could go on for months, if not years. Years. Now, I'm thinking (laughs) about the customer for who would hire or bring in a professional Dungeon Master. I mean, I guess it could be a trust fund kid. Mommy and daddy paid for them to have the professional Dungeon Master. But also when you think about it, right, people have been playing Dungeons and Dragons for a long time. So they're grown up and some earn some money. Exactly. And I think the young professional crowd is kind of a bread and butter across the different cities where I looked at this. Um, and I'm actually a good example of this. You play D&D maybe as a kid. It's nerdy. It's kind of a quiet thing you do. You're a little embarrassed by it. You go off to college. You start your career. And then now it's having this huge renaissance. And it's just simply easier. I mean, it used to be you had to go get um, the things you needed to play at a niche game store. Now you can buy them online. Target, all these big box retailers are selling these sets that used to be really hard to find. And what I found so funny about this story is that in the 80s and even in the 90s, there was a moral panic around Dungeons and Dragons. People thought it was satanic and you had a lot of people protesting and thinking it was awful. And now you talk to parents, and they're so excited. Their kids want to put their phones down and play a game that's cooperative, that promotes team building, that does, you know, kind of foster imagination and creativity. But Mary, you like the feeling of being kind of submerged in this 3D storytelling space. What was it? Uh, I think it's super fun. I think all games uh, play a really interesting role for all of us because they give us a venue in which we can be unlike what we are in normal life. There's a huge fantasy element. So for example, I was the shrimp in my family. I was the youngest kid. But in D&D, I could be an ogre and I could slay things and I had some power. And it was a shot. It was a chance I actually had to beat my older brother at something. And I think with kids, that's so potent. 
And I think now more than ever, you know, if we can't pitch escapism now, I don't know when we can. I think that that's a really powerful force for people playing any game, but particularly one as fantastical as D&D. Mary Pallon wrote The Rise of the Professional Dungeon Master in Bloomberg Businessweek. Thank you so much. Thank you.